0: Christmas! Thank you for joining us this morning, both the folks who are here as well as those who may be watching us online or listening to this later on the phone. Um, I am Pastor Michael. We are here at Stony Creek United Methodist Church celebrating Christmas morning on Sunday, 25th. Um, and since we were not able to have our service last night due to weather, hopefully this will kind of fill some of that emptiness you might have been feeling not having some of that last night. So Do we have anything? Yeah?
1: I have a quick announcement for those of you who are here or coming in sometime this week or even next Sunday. For those of you who have paid for and adopted a poinsettia, I wanted to remind you that with today's temperatures being even colder than expected, uh, we have some large white plastic bags, and if you would like to place your poinsettia inside the bag close it up at the top and that way you'll be protected and your plant will be protected from the cold temperatures as you go to the car and then from the car to your house but since they are not you know poinsettias are native to mexico so they'll be uh protected to have a happier christmas season if you put them in a plastic bag on the way home
0: Um, Also, uh, just a reminder, uh, the next two Sundays, January 1st and January 8th, I will not be here. Uh, January 1st, you'll have a hymn sing, and January 8th, uh, Reverend Mary uh, Hagley is coming from Dixboro. She's filled in for me before, and she's going to come and hang out with you guys, so um, make sure you you come and hear her. Um, And since I will not be here on January 1st, I also want to say Happy New Year in advance. And I looked at a calendar that Tammy got me um, that shows all the fun holidays coming up. And apparently January 1st is also Bloody Mary Day. Um, I'm going to ask that you wait to celebrate that after church, not during church when I'm not here, um, just to be safe. Um, But yeah, so I think that is everything. So I'm going to turn it over to our praise band to get us started. (laughs)
2: Thank <laughs> you. Amen.
3: Kunst, I want to wish you a happy Christmas. And a little reminder: the next time Christmas will fall on a Sunday is 2033, so no problem. <laughs> will you join me, please, in our opening prayer? On this day, gracious Lord, you came to us, Word as light as flesh teach us to know so well that our lives may befriend this world you have made in the name of the holy spirit father son and holy spirit one god now and forever amen
0: for the sake of those in need for the care of the church and proclaiming christ's birth and for all that god calls us to do let us gather our tithes and offerings. I'm not going to okay.
1: Mary, did you know that your save our sons and
0: Arise as you are able and join us in our doxology number 95 in the hymnal. Give O oh God, our first from you signs of your bounty meant for all your children. We joyously give you thanks for all that we have and are, and ask your blessing on our offerings. Turn our lives to your will as we receive and as we give, for the sake of your Son in whose name we pray. Amen. You may be seated, and it is now a time for all of God's children I'd like to invite any of God's children to come up and join me. Remember, you're all God's children, so anybody can come up. Yes, if you want a sucker, you have to come up. You don't have to sit on the floor, though. You could sit in the first row, first pew. Morning. Morning. How you guys doing? That's okay. So I want to read you a story. Okay, This is one we would have probably heard last night, but we're going to read it today, okay? It's called Joyous News. In the fields around Bethlehem, shepherds were watching their sheep. It was dark and cold, and they were warming themselves by a fire. Suddenly, an angel appeared. The angel said, "'Do not be afraid.'" Today in Bethlehem a baby was born for everyone. The baby is God's son. The baby's name is Jesus. You will find him lying in a manger. And the shepherds said, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this special baby. The shepherds found Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus. They told everyone they saw about the new baby and what they had been told the shepherds praised god for letting them see the special baby jesus and they went out back to the fields so i wonder who can you tell about baby jesus who can you tell
2: that he's uh,
0: 36 no who could what what's another person you could go tell about baby jesus uh, I don't know. could you tell nana and papa or Grandma and Grandpa? Our friends. Your friends? Maybe Tia? Teachers. Teachers. Kayla? Oh my gosh, stop it there. Too. Lots of people, right? Yeah, but, they, but the people that you're seeing they don't know what you mean. All right, so, I want you guys to do something for me today. <coughs> what? Well, we'll get there in a second. After church... I have to go over to our other church and you guys are going to go home with mom and I want you to take a couple minutes when you get home and say a prayer you can say it quietly in your hearts in your minds and just say thank you to God for sending Jesus okay? Yes Can Can you do that? Yeah Okay You don't have to say them out loud Okay, so I need you to do that when we get home, all right? All right, now can you help me with the Lord's Prayer? Okay, ready? Our Father, who art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us
2: from evil,
0: for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you guys. You can have two suckers this morning. That's
2: oh that's a bonus? Mm-hmm. Either got bonus. Uh, I don't know if there's one that has blue resume, but I'm just gonna show you this. I don't know which other one, but I'm going to say... Wait, where's the red... Do you know where the cherries are? Oh, oh they're right. made out of shoes? No, there's one cherry. Okay. Okay,
0: come on. Whoa. Okay, go back to my mom. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> if you would rise as you are able and join in our next hymn number 245, The First Noel. be seated now is a time that we bring before god and god's people the things that may be weighing upon our hearts and minds as well as those things that give us cause for a celebration do we have any joys and concerns we would like to lift up this morning it's a joy that even in this
1: weather everyone that's here made it here safely
0: Nothing? Nobody? All right, well, I would like to ask for prayers for a very dear friend who recently found out he has stage four colon cancer. Um, I don't have a lot more information yet at this time, but I ask that you please keep him and your family in your prayers. I invite you when you hear me say the words, hear us, O God, to reply with, your mercy is great. Let us pray for the world in which the Prince of Peace took flesh and form, saying, hear us, O God, your mercy is great. We give you thanks, Holy One, for the light that has come into the darkness of our world, for the truth illuminated, for the pathway that is opened, for the rejoicing of your people hear us O God your mercy is great we give you thanks for the feet of those who bring good news friendship comfort food shelter and medicine for healing hear us O God your mercy is great we give you thanks for the Church of Christ Jesus and for all people of faith whose attention to the way of peace tears down walls that would keep us apart. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. We give you thanks for this country and for every nation where wisdom reigns, where leaders work for the well-being of the poor so that no one is hungry or homeless and every child is valued and nourished and loved. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. We pray for the knowledge and courage to be good stewards of all you have given us, ourselves, our neighbors, the strangers among us, the oceans and rivers, the air and soil, creatures large and small, that we may continue to be blessed with health and life. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. We pray for those whose flesh is harmed by poverty, sickness, and cruelty of any kind, that the Word made flesh may so fill your world with the power to heal, that all people would be made strong and whole. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. We pray for those concerns yet unnamed this day, those we hold in our hearts and minds, as well as those we have shared aloud in this assembly. We especially give you thanks for being able to come together this morning to celebrate the birth of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And we ask for prayers of healing and comfort and strength for a dear friend. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. We commend all these things to you and offer our thanksgiving, trusting that what we have left unsaid, your holy wisdom can unearth In the name of the one who came among us in the power of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And I invite you to turn to number 204 for our prayer response, Emmanuel, Emmanuel. Join me aloud in our prayer for illumination. By the light of the Holy Spirit shining in our midst, open our hearts and minds, O God, to your word, present now and always, for the sake of your holy name. Amen. If you would please turn to your Christmas Day meditation handout. Our hymn of focus this morning is by Isaac Watts from 1719. It's Joy to the World, one I'm sure you're familiar with. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Let all their songs employ while fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy. No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness, and wonders of his love. In this carol,
3: basic loosely of Psalm 98, the great hymn writer Isaac Watts captured the spirit of celebration that Christmas should evoke in all of us. The Lord of the universe has come. God has sent us free. Where where once sin, death, and evil reigned, Jesus now reigns. We certainly have cause to celebrate. At Watts' urging, let us break out the instruments. Lift up a song and praise God by dancing and making joyful noise.
0: Celebration is one of the major themes of the Psalms. In the Psalms, we find many patterns for rejoicing before God. As I read the following scripture passages aloud, I invite you to ask the Lord to release you to make a joyful noise to God, then just do it. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has done wonderful deeds. He has won a mighty victory by his power and holiness. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. Break out in praise and sing for joy. Sing your praises to the Lord with the harp with the harp and melodious song, with trumpets and the sound of the ram's horn, make a joyful symphony before the Lord, the King. Praise God in his heavenly dwelling. Praise him in his mighty heaven. Praise him for his mighty works. Praise his unequaled greatness. Praise him with the blast of the trumpet. Praise him with the lyre and harp. Praise him with the tambourine and dancing. Praise him with stringed instruments and flutes. Praise him with a clash of cymbals. Praise him with loud clanging cymbals. Let everything that lives sing praises to the Lord. Praise to the Lord. Will you join me in the prayer?
3: Jesus, you have made us glad. Your coming has given us a reason to rejoice. We joyfully declare that you are king. Prepare our hearts to receive all that you are and have for us. Come and take up residence there.
0: Amen. And if you would rise as you are able and join us in our hymn number 246, Joy to the World. Our reading for this morning can be found on page 1047. Uh, we are in the first chapter of the Gospel of John, verses 1 through 14. Um, again, I will be reading from the Common English Bible translation, uh, which will be a little bit different, but not vastly different from the Bibles in the pews, which is the NIV translation. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word was with God in the beginning. Everything came into being through the Word, and without the Word, nothing came into being. What came into being through the Word was life, and the life was the light for all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness doesn't extinguish the light. A man named John was sent from God. He came as a witness to testify concerning the light, so that through him everyone would believe in the light. He himself wasn't the light, but his mission was to testify concerning the light. The true light that shines on all people was coming into the world. The light was in the world, and the world came into being through the light. But the world didn't recognize the light. The light came to his own people, and his own people didn't welcome him. But those who did welcome him, those who believed in his name, he authorized to become God's children. Born not from blood, nor from human desire or passion, but born from God. The word became flesh and made his home among us. We have seen his glory, glory like that of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. If you would please join me once again in an attitude of prayer. Glory to you, wondrous God of love and light. You spoke creation into being. Your words create life and beauty. Your words offer grace and forgiveness. Your words and your light are reflected through your love for all the world and all creation. May our words carry meaning and reflect that same light to everyone we encounter in this life. And now may the words of my mouth, the meditations of our hearts, together in this place, be pleasing in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. <clears throat> well, good morning and Merry Christmas to you all once again. Jesus has been born. The long-promised Messiah is here, the Prince of Peace, the Lord of Lords, the Savior Of the whole world has come to us today, and we rejoice. Meals have been shared, presents opened, or at least some probably, new memories made, hopefully positive and blessed ones. So now what? Christmas is is over after today, right? Well, actually, today is the day of Christmas. But in reference to the 12 days of Christmas, those 12 days are the last six days of the old year, so the 26th through the 31st, and the six days of the new year, January 1st through January 6th. So if we were to follow that tradition, one celebrated since medieval times in many lands controlled by the British Empire, then we still have almost two weeks left. I have to admit, I was, I've always kind of wondered why the 12 days of Christmas don't start on Christmas Day. So I went off to the internet and decided to look it up. Apparently, from what I could find at least, the 12 days of Christmas started on the day after Christmas, as Christmas Day was traditionally considered holy and not for partying. And just why is it 12 days? Why not 10 or 14, make it an even two weeks? Well, again, according to tradition and early beliefs, it was held that it took the wise men or three kings 12 days to find the baby Jesus. Over time, though, that belief has changed, and it's now more commonly held by biblical scholars that Jesus was most likely between 40 days old and two years old when the wise men encountered him. Now this comes from the fact that the Magi came after Jesus was born and after his presentation in the temple as outlined in Luke chapter 2, verses 22 through 39. The presentation at the temple happens 40 days after birth, as required for the mother's purification. So it's fairly unlikely that the Magi were present at that moment or right after the moment of Jesus' birth. Now the reference for being up to two years potentially comes from Herod after the Magi told him of this newborn king they were searching for. In not wanting to lose his throne, Herod had all babies two years and younger killed. And this is most of what we can surmise from the information and evidence we have been given. Something else to note is that in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 2, verses 10 and 11, it states that the Magi came into the house and not finding Jesus in a manger. Matthew makes no mention of the presentation at the temple, and goes right to the family's flight to Egypt after the Magi leave. But then Luke doesn't mention the trip to Egypt, so there's that to wrestle with as well. So there you go. Merry Christmas. And speaking of Merry Christmas, how many times do you think you've said that phrase since yesterday? How many times just since you've gotten up this morning, and how many more times do you think you will say it before the end of the day? It's kind of interesting to me, though, that if we were to say joyful Christmas or some other variation that would really mean the exact same thing, it would probably sound really strange to us. I know many people who struggle to hear Happy Christmas from a lot of our friends across the pond in Great Britain and in several other countries and and areas around the world. And while there are other words such as these that would convey the spirit of greeting, we've essentially canonized the words Merry Christmas through years and years of customs Words still matter to us, at the very least on special occasions. Words still have power. On this Christmas morning when we hear the gospel proclaim that in the beginning was the word and this word was God, we might ask if words still matter. But then we only need to look at some of the events of the past several years in the political arena, in attempts to protect global health, and many other stages to dispel any questions of if words still have the power to persuade and enlighten and unfortunately at times manipulate. There have been countless times throughout history when words have carried just immense power, The comforting words of franklin d roosevelt as he assured a worried nation through his fireside chats on the radio the stirring words of dr martin luther king jr proclaimed that he had a dream of equality for all of god's children in more recent times regardless of where anyone falls on the political spectrum we have the words of President Biden speaking that this is a time to heal America trying to help unite a divided country. We also have the message from former President George W. Bush of hope about COVID-19 when he shared this is a challenging and solemn time in the life of our nation and our world. President Bush acknowledged The reality of the place we found ourselves in and find ourselves in and that it included our entire nation and the entire world. President Bush also offered in his message that even at an appropriate social distance we can find ways to be present in the lives of others to ease their anxiety and share their burdens. Again, naming the realities of the time, but also offering encouragement and a call to come together for one another, we can see very clearly that some words definitely do still matter. And words mattered a great deal to those who first heard this gospel. John was writing to first century Greek Christians who had inherited a a rich philosophical tradition. They knew of the Logos that helped them to see all creation is ordered. So it was really a small step to go from the idea of the Logos to Jesus as the Word. Their ancestors in faith would know how words have the power to enact what they convey. They would recall that when the world was created, God did not wave a magic wand, nor did God think creation into existence. No. God uttered the word. John's way of beginning his gospel definitely reflects the influence of first century Greek philosophy and ways of thought. John also describes Jesus as the light What came into being through the word was life, and the life was the light for all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness doesn't extinguish the light. The true light that shines on all people was coming into the world. The light was in the world, and the world came into being through the light, but the world didn't recognize the light. The light came to his own people, and his own people didn't welcome him. Light's a big part of, of Christmas. You look around this time of year and you can see lights pretty much everywhere. We put lights on Christmas trees, wreaths, we light candles in our sanctuary. There are lights that adorn shops and churches parks and public squares, thoroughways and, and streets. I once heard another pastor in a sermon ask that when we look at the lights on our Christmas tree, in addition to simply enjoying that beauty, might we also let the lights remind us how Jesus has become the light in our lives? i just read to you again from john's gospel where he shares that jesus is the light that overcomes the darkness for that good news to have meaning for today we could consider some contemporary experiences of darkness that need the light of jesus from wars illness oppression injustices all around the world there are seemingly countless representations of the darkness in our present world. Rather than focus on those this morning, though, I want to simply invite you to ask yourself whether you could use a bit of Christmas light. As we hear this gospel proclaim that Jesus, the light, is more powerful than any darkness, is there something going on in our lives right now that needs the Lord's light. What can Jesus, the light, do in our lives this Christmas day? So once again, to you and all those you hold dear in love, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas and God's blessings. I pray that this Christmas day is full of the light of Jesus Christ for you, for your family, your loved ones, everyone who holds meaning in your life. I pray that his light will wipe away any darkness that may be lingering somewhere in your life. I pray that the words of the gospel writers, the words of Jesus and the word that is Jesus will always matter to you and will always carry the power of God's love and grace. Amen. I invite you to rise as you are able for our closing hymn number 251, Go Tell It on the Mountain. Loved siblings and the newborn Messiah, know this world as a place blessed by Christ's birth. In your words and in your work, let the light of forgiveness shine. Give thanks each day and rejoice. And now may the true light shine upon you. May the sun sent by God be your guide and strength. May you go in peace and live in hope. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank oh.